Give a fuck cause in this moment I got shit on my mind Just to test a nigga hard I put that bait on the line Trying to let him sound inside I meditate all the time Learn my lesson, turn my blessings in That song Such a good song man That song right there Is called Undefeated by Ace Hood And The one thing that I love About that song so much It just talks about how we don't need other people's confirmation or their support that we already know within ourselves that we are just going to be great and we are great. You know what I mean? And that's that's the main reason why I chose this, chose this song. And I was having so many complications. Ha! Anyways, I'm just so glad that we got it back. Listen, you are now tuned in to the Monday Hustle. I am your host. My name is Malcolm, last name Grant. And a lot of you guys have been supporting me since day one, even from the previous podcast. So thank you. I always give thanks because of the simple fact that y'all don't need to waste your time listening to me. Second, I want to thank any of you that are first coming back or... Any of you that are just tuning in for the first time, listen, we are a podcast about evolution. We want to grow. We want to adapt. It's about mindset, and it surely is all about hustle. Now, listen, the hustle can be anything that you consider a hustle. There are still people out there that get the confusion that Um, in order for you to become successful, you got to do things for yourself. But in my experiences and from speaking to people that are considered quote unquote successful, the thing that you have to always remember is that you need to find the definition of success for you. And if being an entrepreneur is not something you want to do, or can do, or feel like, I guess, it's in your bones to do, you can still become successful. Um, It was one way that this this other guy I listened to put it. It's called an intrapreneur, and you basically are the the main piece to the puzzle, and you get things working within a company – and grow within a company and do well for the company and almost make yourself invaluable uh, and make yourself so valuable um, that you take those skills anywhere and you can essentially get a job anywhere or even build your own practice or build something of your own, whatever it may or may not be. But I think that a lot of people are so confused right now um, because I, I, I almost feel like with all the success gurus and entrepreneurial gurus and all this you can get rich quick um people out there like there's been so much um phony personalities and these like facade um marketing tactics and and people are disingenuous 
um, when it comes to developing relationships amongst amongst one another. And I, I see it everywhere. And I just think that it's almost like this 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 mindset that you need to hustle everybody and, and make it on your own and become this big shot entrepreneur. Because to be completely honest, like not everybody got it. You don't really got it like that. You know what I mean? You don't have the skills to build what it is that you think you're going to be able to build. And you don't have what it takes to get through the shit. And you don't have what it takes to be somebody or be something. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way whatsoever. But, you know, if the cards are on the table and you don't take those opportunities, like, you're never going to get them. If you're not willing to work hard, like, you're not going to get what it is that you want to achieve. If you don't put in the legwork, you're not going to get what it is that you oh so desire or, in your case, oh so deserve because you have this sense of entitlement that you need things owed to you, you know? I just, it just irks my fucking nerves when I run into people and mainly people I have once upon a time either called friends or put them in my same circle of what I would call family and friends. Like, I have been coming across the realness, I guess you would say, of more and more people as we have been dealing with this coronavirus fuckery. And what I mean by that is... There are two types. There are two people, right, right now that I see here in in my circle or amongst the people that I um, concern myself with, right? Those that are working and those that are not working, okay? Everyone is still under the same, um, the same mandates and the same rules and the same laws, but you either get to go to work or you don't get to go to work, right? One or the other. You either feeding off the government or you feeding off yourself. And I think that either way is being fortunate that one, you have the opportunity to get something from the government and be able to hopefully survive for as long as you need to in order to get through what it is that we're going to get through. Um, because I don't know what it's going to be like at the end of the tunnel. All right. I'm just hoping that things get somewhat back to normal, and I really just want to get back to work, all right? But then you're also fortunate enough, if you do still get to go to work and make money, you get to go to work, make money, and still do the same thing, and like, there are these people that I'm coming across that are just pissed off that they still have to be at work while everybody else is at home. Like, I'm not really understanding what you're not understanding. Like, don't you comprehend that we are in a crisis and that crisis has put a lot of people in very very difficult situations there are some people that may not make it out of this whether it's health wise or whether it's financial some people didn't save money some people did save money so they'll be able to get through this there's some people that just started a job so they don't have anything saved up or they don't have stocks they don't have this they don't have that but there are still people out there that are in a far worse position 
than you. I know many of you probably know people that have financially been hit hard. I know someone that has already, I mean, er, in the early stages, you know, lost $50,000 in the stock market. Um, And that's unfortunate. You know what I mean? Um, I'm in a position where I've been blessed enough to not only financially be okay for a few months, but also, you know, be able to have the assistance um, from all the companies uh, that, like, whether it be my credit cards or or my car insurance or my car payments, that they're willing to work with us to get our stuff deferred because we don't necessarily have money coming in. And we were just recently, you know, gaining momentum to get ourselves... Um, you know, situated. It's funny because what happened was, in what happened was in the beginning uh, of me starting my new job, I was making um, very decent money, and I had a lot of bullshit collections that I had to take care of. And so, whenever I would make a surplus or extra income, I would just start paying off stuff, and it would start to feel so good that I just like wanted to spend every single dime I had to the point I was broke to pay off you know, all my credit cards and pay off any of the collection stuff um, because I just didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want to know that I was spending money on other things that I could be spending on to set myself up um, for what I would define as success in the future. And <laughs> and then, you know, starting to do all that and not putting as much away as I, I guess should have. But then again, you don't really know what's going to happen. But once I did put all that stuff away, I mean, once I did get, get rid of all that stuff, then all of a sudden, you know, just out of the blue, um, you know, get hit with the, you know, by the way, we're going to be closed next week, so you can't come to work, and it's only going to be a couple weeks. Those couple weeks turn into, you know, a month, and that month turned into now going on, going on two months. But that's just completely out of my hands, out of my control. Then you have some other people on the, um, on the flip side of this, and those kind of people want to take advantage of the situation. And I previously spoke about um, the last, uh, the last um, podcast about struggling with discipline, not struggling with time. And for those people that are in the same boat as everyone else, I just could not understand why some people are comfortable with the fact that they're just going to get government assistance and want to stay that way. They want to continue to essentially ride off the government for as long as they possibly can and not do anything with their time, with their free time, with the, the 24 hours in which they have every single day now moving forward, finding things that they can find um, to occupy the time in a more effective and a productive way and maybe even taking things that they enjoy as hobbies and trying to not only monetize on it but building on that craft. And I know that I'm leading up to what it is I truly want to talk about but I just re- I just had to get that off my chest because it's I, I've been sitting with it for, for a little bit and it's been one of those things that I cannot understand the mentality of some people. I cannot understand how 
some people, like, maybe the first week, you know, I was excited that I was just going to be able to spend time at home. Maybe the first week. And I did all the things that I normally do, but just kind of balls to the wall. And (laughs) I got bored really fast. I'm bored in the house and I'm in the house bored. Bored in the house and I'm in the house bored. But like, but for real, like just there is nothing (laughs) that I, there's nothing more that I can do besides go out on walks, work out, run around, you know, to, to occupy my time. There's a lot of time in the day to fill it with things to do. So with that being said, I have to do things that I know that once we get back into the normalcy or the 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 normal way of living that I at least got a kickstart on something that I've been wanting to do because I just can't sit here and twiddle my fucking thumbs all day. I've realized as I've gotten older that I do not have time for toxic fucking people in my life. And that is what I want to speak about today and how to get rid of toxic people in your life. For about 25 years of my life, I thought that being a people pleaser was the only thing that was going to bring me joy. I thought that if I made sure that I was friends with everybody and everybody liked me, that I would get some validation. I would get some credit to being among amongst those people I considered superior to who I was at the time. I consistently put myself in situations that either could have got me killed, someone killed, or, you know, gone to jail for the rest of their lives or whatever the case is I I surrounded myself amongst people that found me to be unique or found me to be funny attractive charming um a comedian of sorts because it made me feel good and I I I slowly understood that it, it was a pride thing that I was almost embarrassed for so long that people would shut me down when I would consistently try to please them and I would always get shut down or I would get um, become disappointed and I wouldn't find a, a positive outlet whether that developed in in fighting or drug use or drinking or partying or sex or I don't know, I, uh, just doing things that I normally wouldn't do, lashing out on my parent, um, fighting with my brother, um, just doing things where I, the underlying feeling was was anger, you know? So I almost clinged on to the idea that I needed people always. You guys ever heard of FOMO? You know, that fear, that fear of missing out? The idea that you're going to miss out on some grandeur style um, night out at the hole in the wall bar down the street, you know? Oh man, but if I if I stay home, what if they 
go out and get girls or what if they uh finally you know make a bunch of money or go to the casino and stay out till 6 a.m and have a good time you know just consistently lying to yourself that things are going to be so much better outside of your house than inside of your house staying um cooped up like a chicken and um let's say what you know being on your best behavior maybe staying out of fucking trouble it's one of those things where i guess (laughs) You just don't really know until you know. So you got to go. You got to put yourself in the situation because tonight could be the night. Tonight could be the night where you finally go to the casino and you put that $1 in, that last dollar. You know, I'm only going to take out 50. I'm only going to take out 20 more bucks because you might hit the jackpot. But you never do. And that is okay. But what... I consistently trained myself to do mentally is almost think that I was not only needed, but everyone else was needed in my life. Now, prior to Corona virus, I realized how much of a introvert I actually could be. Um, I'm a mixture of both now. You know what I mean? It's like people that love children but don't have children on their own. They love other people's children, you know, because they can hang out with them for a little bit. It's like the great part about this is I get to give you back to your parents. So I no longer have to deal with your shit. Um, but it's it's the it's the same it's the same idea um, when it comes to being introverted and extroverted. Is like I now can understand who I am as a person, or learned who I was as a person, Um, because in 2017, as most of you probably already know, I got into a really bad accident, and um, leading up until those moments, I cut off pretty much, or pushed away, I guess, so to speak, pushed away and cut off, a little mixture of both, um, people um, out of my life, and I got into a lot of shit by myself. Um, so there was no way, shape or form that I was able to pin this on someone else or get someone to get me out or, um, call someone to bail me out or be in a situation essentially where, you know, I can find an alternative reasoning as to why it's somebody else's fault and not mine. And so I started to distance myself all in all from people after the whole incident and connect myself closer to, to God and basically find a way to find who I am and find myself. After, uh, after a few years, you know, I started um, getting into CrossFit coaching. And when I got through all that, I realized my, my knack for wanting to not necessarily be a people pleaser, but essentially be of service to people, it carried over into that very well in a positive way because I had a skill and I had something to offer that was going to help someone else. So our relationship didn't necessarily have to be where like, hey, you like me, I like you. It's just like, hey, I'm here to teach you something and that's it. You know, everything else, everything else outside of that doesn't matter. You could be a CEO or you could be a janitor and I could still teach you guys the same, speak to you the same. There wasn't this um, 
phoniness going on, you know? I was dressed in gym clothes. They were dressed in gym clothes. Couldn't even tell you the difference between who and who and who did what, you know? Everybody was on an even playing field. And it allowed me to really be myself and not have this fear that I was being judged, you know? Like, still kind of have all eyes on you, um, but being confident enough to to wanting to help um, people in general. Now... As that time went on, there are certain individuals in the CrossFit space, in the fitness space, I guess in general, that you don't want a part of not only your class, but you also don't want a part of the clickiness, you know? And that's the person that always comes in very negative, doesn't want to do this workout or cherry picks that workout and then complains about why they can't do this and this person's stronger than who, la, 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 all the fucking excuses in the book instead of just being like, look, fucker, just do the damn work, all right? Just do the work. You do the work, you show up, and you can get shit that you asked for, okay? Like I, like I said in the beginning. But I also when I started to get my shit together, have realized that I don't have a filter and I'm very direct and a lot of people either take it or, or leave it, you know? And I think that there was this weird, um, I don't know, in the beginning it was like, oh man, did he really say that? Or, oh, is he being honest? I'm like, yeah, I'm being 100% serious. The reason being is because I, I, I realized that the easy, the more honest I am with the way that I'm thinking and the way that I'm feeling, I stopped lying to myself in general. You know, I was able to be honest with myself and put myself in situations where I was like, wow, I was being a real dickhead there. So I was able to be honest versus if you lie every single day, all day long to everybody, you never even know what's true or not. You live in this like idea that everything is perfect and everything is dandy and you feel great all the time and so on and so forth. It's just like, that's not true. And you start to believe those lies that you tell people like, yeah, you're doing great. It's like, ah, you're doing not so great. Let's find an area where we can, where we can fix that. But let's, um, let's fast forward a little bit, right? Um, this is just kind of giving you a timeline, right? About how I started to, to learn about the toxicity in people um, so I realized those are certain people that I didn't like is the, the negative people when it came to developing skills in CrossFit and they would tell me how lucky I am to do X, Y, and Z. And because I'm a coach, I know everything. It's like when people think that pastors aren't human beings and I'm like, you do realize that they're just like you and I, and they make mistakes and have thoughts and they do things that are not godlike a lot of the time as well, do you understand? And they're not going to always bombard you with the way, the <clears throat> the word, you know what I mean? Like they like to enjoy their lives as well. Um, and they just follow a different path. But with that being said, um, when I started to be more honest with myself and I started to become more disciplined, I learned how to be better with managing my time. I learned how important and valuable um, EMOMs and AMRAPs are, like every minute on the minute and, you know, as many reps as possible. 
it's a thing that we say in CrossFit, um, how important it is. Um, and it started to carry over into my everyday life and being structured and be having integrity, you know, like it was a huge one. And just being honest with someone else and being honest with yourself. Um, then I went back into, uh, I guess, what I would call the real world, you know, into like regular corporate America and things of that nature. And like anything outside of the CrossFit community or anything outside of my fiance and the one person or whatever that I connected with, it just all seemed so fake. And a lot of people just didn't like who they were and don't like the the way that they are. So they stay they they start to to they start to almost make you feel bad for feeling good about yourself. Like that's the most ass backwards thing I've ever fucking heard of in my life. You know? Um one of the craziest things to me was that you know, I, I get a phone call from from a, from a very old friend of mine, love him to death, but like got a old got a phone call from my old friend and was like, you know, you don't care about me, you don't, you know, you don't call me on this and this this, and I'm just like, look, man, I can't call you when you're not doing what you need to be doing in your life because there is no there's no conversation for you and I to have, you know what I mean? What am I gonna call you and say, hey man, what's going on? Oh, nothing, you know, uh, my life still um, is this and uh, this is that and, you know, my girl hates me and my my job sucks and I'm not making... It's like, dude, I, I don't got... I don't... I'm sorry. I love you, but I don't got... I don't got time to listen to that. It's, 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 it's bringing me down listening to it. And, and then again, when you go out of your way to go and benefit other people by offering advice it's it's almost like they're just stuck in this fucking this this hamster wheel consistently telling you the same shit over and over yeah but this is this i'm like all right well what about this it's like oh no but yeah, i'm just like bro or brodette whatever the fuck you want to call yourself i don't know what you want from me to give you if you don't have what it is you want in your life, and I don't have what it is to give you, then how the fuck am I supposed to make you happy? I can't do it. You're miserable, right? You're toxic. You're toxic. I love you, but you're toxic. I call you, and you're fucking sad all the time. I don't understand. You know, I call you, I ask you, hey, how you doing? Life's good? No, life sucks every day. All right, probably the last fucking time I'm going to call you because I've been calling you for 35 years and you've been telling me the same shit, right? I've gotten to a point in my life now where if you are not looking on the bright fucking side, I don't got time to put you on the seat, on a table, in my table, all right? I don't got time for you to sit in on any of the conversations that I have with other people that are trying to do well for themselves because don't nobody want to fucking be around somebody that's mooching off everybody else. Do you understand? That's what happens. When you don't feel like you can do things on your own and you start to think that everybody just got it because they're lucky, you start to become a fucking mooch, all right? And I don't have time for mooches because I used to be a moocher, all right? And I ain't no fucking mooch 
no more, okay? I'm trying to do the best that I can for me and my family, my future family, the people I call my family, you know? And people aren't going to take to that very kindly when you start to cut out toxic people. I've cut out, I've cut out family family. I'm talking blood related. I've cut them out. You know why? You ain't got nothing for me. But heartbreak and sorrows, you know what I mean? I've cut out friends who I died for at one point, go to jail for for many years at one point, not because I don't love them, but because I call you. It's been, well, what year are we in? I couldn't even tell you. 2020. We're in 2020. It's been three years. Right? It's been three, four years. I know I call you and you tell me what? You still going out to the same where? Hanging out with the same who? In the same position when? Like, it's baffling to me. The type of people that continuously find ways to judge and tell everybody else that the reason why I'm in a shitty position in my life is because of everything else in my shitty fucking life. How do you do it? Realistically. I found the most effective way to deal with toxic people that you care about is to have the conversation with them. Have the conversation, the tough conversation, and really try to understand the underlying feeling or the underlying issue and trying to make a connection between you and them and finding the, the best solution. Yeah, but Malcolm, what if, what if I've given them countless times, countless uh, um, opportunities over and over again? You don't have to give them opportunity. You just have to give them a conversation. Lead the way. They are either going to take the information or they're not and do something with it or they're not. And hopefully sooner than later, they'll come to you and say, you know, you were right about X, Y, and Z. You know, there's been plenty of people that I've talked to that I'm like, look, we can't continue this, this, this friendship, you know, that we have or this relationship that we have because I'm just not there anymore. Then until you pick up the speed or you catch up, like, there's no reason for us to continue this. I mean it with all due respect. I recently had to I recently had to cut off a relationship um due to business. Now, when it comes to business, I don't really like to mix business and personal. But there is a fine line between how you handle business between both parties that can start to be a little personal. If that makes sense. So I had to be completely honest and just say, hey, if you do not have what you said you were going to have for me, you and I no longer have anything to speak about. And that's it. I didn't try to beat around the bush. I didn't try to continue the conversa- the relationship and still be annoyed by X factor. I just cut it off. 
I cut it off because the idea and the thought in my head of having to lose sleep over the pettiest of things or even what would seem petty to someone else, right? But it was just a simple principle that was bothering me. And they could go to sleep at night with no worries. The fact I was losing sleep over something that I had no control over was being was becoming a problem. It was taking up space in my brain. Just that toxic mentality of, you know, oh, I'll just give it to you when I got it, you know. It, like, And the same mentality that you got to not get your own or take care of yours because of selfishness. I don't need that energy over here. That's low energy. You know what I'm saying? I need that big energy. You know? Now, when it comes to toxic people that you don't even really know, you need to cut that shit off immediately. Do not, do not, do not allow someone that is toxic Enter your life or your peace when you know that they're already bringing them negative vibes. The reason why I say that is because, you know, oh, man, that girl is pretty. I'm trying to hit, you know what I mean? I'm trying to get in that, but she's toxic. It ain't even worth it. It's not worth it. I've been there. I'm like, oh, yeah, she's a fucking miserable Nancy. You know what I mean? Blah, blah. But I just want to get with her. So I'm going to deal with it. Like, no. 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 I ain't trying to argue with you. You know what I mean? You can also find alternatives. There are people you may have to deal with at work that are toxic. But the problem with being toxic is it spreads. The toxicity continues to spread. The more you dwell in it, the more you indulge in it, the, con- the more that you continuously pay its mind. You know what I mean? There is nothing more valuable personally than your time. I believe that wholeheartedly. There is nothing more valuable than your time. And... I mean your time, not only physically, but mentally and emotionally. Your time all added up into one lump sum equals life. Personally, I wholeheartedly believe that. Because of the simple fact that you don't, it's the only thing you ain't getting back. You'll get back money. You'll get back girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife. You'll get back, or even at least get the opportunity to get back. You'll never get back opportunity to get your time and if you are wasting too much time on things that are toxic and negative in your life you are wasting time on developing things that are going to be better for you and your family or the people you consider your loved ones or the people that you want to have close by you and it's not even worth it it's not worth it I want you guys to really think about this for the whole week, about the toxic people that you have to deal with and encounter day to day, or even the toxic and enco- or toxic people that you know other people deal with. And look, it is not worth it. Your time means more than the toxicity 
because of the simple fact that there is nobody in the whole where the whole world is going to give you back that time. Nobody in the whole world. You know how many times I've heard people be like, oh, I'm so glad I finally left that guy. He was so toxic. I wasted 10 years of my life. 10 years. It took you 10 years to realize that you were wasting your fucking time. You want to know why that happens? Because you allowed bullshit to go on in the first 10 minutes. That's why. And after those 10 minutes, turn into 10 hours, 10 days, 10 months, 10 years. That's what happened. Because you didn't catch it early and you didn't put yourself in a position to fucking win. Don't let people waste your fucking time. didn't tell you guys the PSA in the beginning. I am not a life coach. These are just my own personal life experiences. I'm just here to share it with you. I love the Monday Hustle. I love speaking and communicating and connecting with people that are on the same page as I am. We are like-minded. That's the only reason why you come and listen to this. Because you want what is best for yourself. And I want to help anyone and everyone that I possibly can and leave a legacy of trying to be better for everyone around me to change the norm, change the bullshit, continuously evolve, continuously grow, stop having a fixed mindset and always hustle, baby. It's Monday Let's love it. Let's appreciate it. Let's embrace it. I hope each and every one of y'all have a beautiful week. And please, please, if you connected with this and you loved it, I would thoroughly enjoy for you to share it with someone you love. Thank you guys so much. I hope all of you take care of yourselves. And again, happy Easter. I know it just passed, but happy Easter. Mama told me never let my feelings get in the way. I'm waking up like how to.